Now, you're in the WOR Sports Zone. Filling in for Pete, here's Sal Licata. Hello and welcome to the All-Star Experience, the fifth straight year of the All-Star Experience with yours truly, Sal Licata, taking you through the worst four days in sports of the year, the All-Star break, where nothing is essentially happening and we try to make a show entertaining for you to listen to for three hours a night, Monday through Thursday. Uh, again, this is year five, so I've gotten kind of used to this now. It'll be easy and it'll be fun and I promise you that you'll have plenty of entertaining radio to listen to over the course of the next four nights. Tonight we got a loaded show. Bobby Ojeda will join us at 6.35. Andy Martino of SNY at 7.20, so we got plenty of Mets stuff there with obviously the DeGrom stuff and Pat Pat Leonard of the Daily News will be in studio to talk Giants football for a full hour from 8 till 9. Before we get into the specific Mets stuff, I will mention that we have a pair of tickets to give away. I know that it's a lost year, but it's always fun going out to the ballpark. And also, WOR understands that it has not been easy to be a Mets fan so far this year. I mean, don't we all? Uh, so all this week during these shows, during the Sports Zone shows, we want to award loyal Mets fans by giving a Mets t-shirt. Now you can do with that whatever you like. Yeah, I'm not going to say or suggest you should do anything bad with it, but I don't want to get any calls that are going to ask if they could, you know, burn it, burn it up, throw it in the garbage, whatever. You can do whatever you want with it. Wear it. It's probably a nice, a really nice shirt. We're giving away Mets t-shirts to every caller who calls and gets on the air with me in the sports zone and uh, talk some sports, whatever it is that's on your mind. Also, Thursday night, you don't want to miss this one. Something even more special for you. Every caller who calls and gets on the air with me will get a replica jersey featuring Mets, for now, all-star pitcher Jacob deGrom, his name and number. Why not start with Jacob deGrom? He and his agents have concocted this statement talking about how they've been willing to work an extension for the last, you know, several years or whatever. They've talked about it with the Mets. He wants to be a long time Met. I believe that is the case. I mean, Alderson basically said as much the last what, last two off seasons before spring training that they've tried to work out an extension, an agreement they couldn't. Uh, and now here we are years later with DeGrom being the best pitcher in Major League Baseball. His value will never be better. So that's why they released that now. The Mets, you know, are, what is, what is it? 16 games under 500. I stopped counting after 10 or 15. Uh, so they're in the dumps and DeGrom has had enough of the losing and he wants what he deserves. And now the Mets have two two options. Really, they've only had two options anyway. This this is really non-news other than the fact that you actually hear it from the agent. I mean, it's of no surprise that Jacob deGrom wants to be paid what he deserves. I mean, the guy's been far, far underpaid for several years. Several years. He deserves more. Now, that's not the Mets' fault. That's the system's fault. Major League Baseball needs to fix their system. But for now, it's going to be the Mets' problem. May not be their fault, but it's becoming their problem. DeGrom wants to be here. He wants to be part of a winner here. He just wants what he's deserved. So what's the problem? Pay the man. Pay him what he wants. Now, I'm not saying go out there and give him Max Scherzer money or David Price or Clayton Kershaw. I mean, I don't know the per-year value of what DeGrom is going to command or what he wants, but I'm sure if you give him something... You know, say a five-year deal, which is not a long-term deal. You chew up the the two and a, you know the two years that you have him under control. You eat those up, and you give him three more on top of that. You want to go even an extra one? You know, maybe a sixty-year option. I'm fine with that. 
at what, $25 million a year, something like that? You don't think DeGrom's going to take that? Maybe just under that on the back end of the contract because you know the performance is going to go down? Pay him. I mean, two options. Pay him or trade him. And if you trade arguably the best pitcher in baseball, what kind of message are you sending here? I mean, what are we trying to do? I mean, the team has been inept throughout the course of the last, what, since 2000? Well, I mean, I won't go over the collapse in 07 and 08. But since City Field is open in 2009, it's not like they, they didn't try. They tried, but they were just no good. 9, 10, and then you went through the evaluation mode. 11, 12, 13, 14. You had to pay off with the, with the I don't want to say fluke, but the earlier-than-expected World Series appearance. And, of course, they lost that, and then it's been a slow decline since. Maybe not even a slow decline. Been a pretty quick decline since holding on to win a wild card in 16, and you know what happened last year, and this year's even worse than every, everything combined. If you trade your best pitcher, one of the best pitchers in Major League Baseball, what are we doing? What's the point? I mean, you're going to have to pay somebody, and instead of paying guys like, I don't know, Swarzak or Vargas or Reyes or Frazier or Bruce, maybe you pay somebody who actually performs to a high level. It's not like he's 35. He's 30 years old. He's still in the prime of his career. All right, you understand when you make that deal, You are not likely, you are likely not ever going to get this Jacob deGrom again. You understand that. I mean, maybe you get it next year, or maybe you get something close to it in the next two or three years. But, I mean, deGrom is, right now, is the best he's ever been in his career. Is he going to be able to hold that, sustain that? I'm not so sure. I mean, why do you think the agent has released a statement now? They know that this is peak. This is it. This is the top of the mountain right now. Question is, how long do you believe you can sustain it? But even if he comes down a little bit, he's still worth the money. There is no reason, and this is where fans get on the team for not spending. Because it's not about, and I've said this for years, and people saying it today, I mean, maybe they're ripping my bits. I've been saying this for years, whether it's here or on SNY, spending has not been the problem for this team. It's spending wisely or poorly, in their case, that has been the issue. But if you don't re-sign your own, arguably, well, maybe not even arguably, a top three pitcher in the history of the franchise, then what's the point? I mean, what are you doing? Why wouldn't you re-sign him? Why wouldn't you pay him? Because you're worried what, he might get hurt one day? Or he's not going to be great in years five, six, or four, five, six? So you're going to pay somebody else? you got to pay somebody you're going to pay somebody else that's obviously of less caliber you would even trust less? I mean, look at these free agent contracts that pitchers have been getting. They're dreadful. You can get DeGrom at a good value. I'm sure he's not going to hold him over a barrel for, you know, 30-plus million a year. Pay the man. Enough. It's been a couple years here. Since they've been talking about the extension, it's now time for this team to pony up and pay a guy who deserves it. And then you erase one problem. Or not erase one problem, you just eliminate that issue. Move that aside. Okay, we got our ace locked up. Now move forward. Now let's get a general manager in here. Then decide what you want to do with the manager, which we'll get into in a little bit. But the Mets have so many issues. Jacob deGrom should be the least of those. You have a great pitcher. You have to keep him and build around him. It's not that difficult. 
unless your priority is not winning. If you don't care about winning, then I don't know what to tell you. I I can't speak to that because I don't know any other way. Then I would agree with DeGrom. If you don't care about winning, then get me the heck out of here. I've had enough of it. Enough of the losing. It should be about trying to build a winner every single year. Enough of the uh, rebuilding, evaluating, enough. It's been enough. This is New York City. This is not Oakland or Tampa or Pittsburgh or you name the city that you know deals with losers perennially. This is New York City. It is about time this organization turns into a consistent winner. And you don't do that by trading the, by trading the best pitcher. I don't know what just happened in there, but you scared the hell out of me. And it honestly, I'm already aggravated, and that bothers me that uh, that could even happen this early in the show. This early, we got four shows to do. That's how we're going to start. Come on, guys. 800-321-0710 is the number to call. Remember, if you call, not only do you get to get on the air and talk about whatever it is that's on your mind, get that out of you, right? It's a little therapeutic to be able to call and talk about DeGrom or whatever it is. You also get a free Mets t-shirt courtesy of WOR. We'll have Bobby O'Heat at 635. Your call's on the other side. Mets tickets to give away throughout the course of the show. Andy Martino at 720. Pat Leonard at 805. We'll hear from Jacob DeGrom as well. So a lot to do. Just getting started here this week, All-Star Week, the tradition with me, Sal Licata, filling in for Pete McCarthy on The Voice of New York, 710-WOR. It's all free. You're in the WOR Sports Zone. In for Pete, here's Sal Licata. All right, welcome back. 800-321-0710. I see a lot of people are interested in uh, getting that Mets free t-shirt. It can't be that you just want to talk to me. Is it Bobby Ojeda, 635? Does Ojeda get a free Mets t-shirt? I don't think he wants one. Uh, He'll be on at 635. Let's get to the calls here, though. We're talking about, obviously, Jacob DeGrom. We'll hear hear some sound from DeGrom. He spoke early to the one-on-one, I know, with Andy Martino of SNY, who we'll also hear from at 720. All-Star break, All-Star week. You're getting set uh, for the first of four with me, Sal in for P. Uh, let's get to it. Brad is in. Now, hold on a second. Before we get to this, I can't see here, producer Mark, on the screen what it is that everybody wants to talk about. Am I looking at the wrong screen? That's a problem I will fix. Okay. Sal. Yeah. Just because, you know, we're supposed to, uh, you know, change it up a little bit. But uh, for anyway, I, I can't see what he wants to talk about. I'm assuming Brad, the new owner of a Mets free t shirt, wants to talk about Jacob DeGrom. What's up, Brad? Yeah, hey, I've I've been doing a lot of thinking about this with uh, Degrom and Cigar. You know, it's it's really tough, and you know, it's probably two of the more beloved Mets in the history of the franchise. But it's like, you know, they, you, you mentioned the uh, the evaluation period beginning in 2011. We we withstood that, and they made it there, and they never pounced on it. They they made a commitment and a promise to their fans. Hey, you know, we're going to rebuild. It's going to be tough for a while, but when we get there, we're gonna we're gonna spend money and we're gonna take advantage of the opportunity. And they that opportunity came, and they they didn't live up to to their word. I mean, last year they're trading at the deadline, they're trading guys and and demanding money back. Maybe if they hadn't done that, they'd actually have a bullpen this year. But you know, you have the Yankee fans, and the Yankees are talking about Jay Happ, which just speaks to the lack of starting pitching talent that's available in this market. Great point. And you know, it's like you, you just got you just got to pounce on, it. and they're so far away. From from competing, which is, which is crazy if you think about it, right? Just given that they were in the World Series only three years ago, 
But you know, they just gotta they just gotta start all over again. What's the point of having Syndergaard and Degrom if you're you know if you're you're not you're not even close? Yeah, well, here's the point, Brad. And thank you for the call. I'll put you on hold there. You'll talk to Mark and get your free T-shirt. I, I want to win. That's the point. <laughs> I mean, I, start all over. I mean, what are you kidding me? Start all over for what? So you could sell me, oh, guess what, Sal? In 2020 and 2022 and 2023 and 2024, the Mets are going to own this town again. It's going to be just like the 80s. And guess what? There's no guarantee. And even in the 80s, there was only one World Series to show for it. And you're still holding on to that 32 years later. Enough of the losing. I don't understand how anybody can get into that philosophy. Oh, they're so far away anyway. So trade the best two pitchers? Trade two young, great starters that you actually were able to acquire? You got Syndergaard, obviously, in the R.A. Dickey trade from Toronto. You draft, develop DeGrom. You make these two guys. Now you want to get rid of them? You build around them. It's not that difficult. Unless you don't care about winning. And if you don't care about winning, I don't know what to tell you. I'm not living through it. Life is too short. I'm not sitting through another four or five years of evaluation mode. Enough. And when does it end? It's been 32 years and counting. Didn't we go through this in 10, 11, 12, 13, 14? For what? You were told, oh, wait till 15, wait till 16, 17, and 18. Well, guess what? We waited. And you know what we're doing? We're watching one of the worst seasons in the history of the franchise. You don't trade great players. You try to acquire great players. This is different. This is not trading Andrew Miller in an otherwise lost year at the trade deadline. Or Araldis Chapman, who you knew you could go sign back if you're the Yankees. It's a different animal. I understand that there's no pitching around, but to your point, Brad, you're saying, well, the Yankees want Jay Happ, there's nobody around, that's why you trade Syndergaard or DeGrom. No, that's why you keep them, because you can't get them anywhere else. You can't get them. And you're going to trade them for what? What do you think you're getting back? You think you're getting back anything close? You pay him. You lock him up. End of story. That's it. No questions about it. Michael and Yonkers, you want to trade not only DeGrom, but half the team. Yes. All right, well, tell me, Michael. Well, see, you were able to be saying about Syndergaard and, and DeGrom. That's your foundation right there. And you just, you know, just get rid of everybody, everybody else because you're not going to get anything for Reyes or Bruce or Nimmo. Uh, Michael, I don't know what you're talking about. I got other guy. Oh, I hung up on him. You call back, Michael. We'll put you on hold, and you could get a uh, get a free T-shirt. You, uh, I lost patience with you there, and hung up on you by mistake. Ron is calling from Rockaway Park, and Ron, you're fed up with the Mets. Uh, yeah, man. Listen, the only way we're going to change anything is if you know people get together and protest against. Don't go to the game. The Will Pons don't want to spend the money. They don't want to pay these players, and 
it's it's a, it's annoying. It's uh, well, irritating. we don't we don't know that yet, Ron. I mean, we we know that the Mets and Degrom have t- the the agent said it. I mean, they have talked about extensions over the last couple of years. The agent just said that now it's got to come to a point where they want the extension. They want it to get done now. They're not waiting anymore. You don't know that the Mets aren't going to pay him, and it's not about the Mets not spending money because they have spent money. They've just misspent the money. In this case, no, it's an misspent the money. They've only misspent the money because of greed, because they don't want to spend where they should spend. So the decisions that they've made have been in the, in, in the interest of the Wilpons not spending the money where it should be spent. I'm confused. You just it. said that you just agree with me. You said they spent, and then you said they didn't spend again. Which is it? Did they spend last offseason, or did they not of spend? Course. Listen, if I want a car, a cheap car, and I don't want, you know, it, I, it depends on me getting to work, I'm going to spend the money to get a good car. Correct. You, you know, get you, something cheap, and what they've been doing is going cheap. You get they've what you pay for. I, I agree with yeah, that, Ron. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. They're not spending the money they need to spend. No, 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 no. That's New York. That's where we disagree, and I'll put you on hold, Ron. Thanks for the calls. You get your shirt. That's where we disagree. They have spent. It's not about the amount. It's about spending it wisely or not. They've misspent. They've gone for quantity uh, for uh, quantity over quality. You could have had Hosmer and Arietta for the amount of money that they spent elsewhere. Now, you would have been longer committed with a Hosmer deal, but it doesn't matter. You'd rather be longer committed. Seven years or whatever it is of Hosmer is better than two of Vargas, one of Reyes, uh, three of Bruce, two of Frazier, and two of Swarzak. You could do the math any which way you like. Hosmer's better seven years. The idea of, oh, there's no such thing as a bad you know, three-year contract or a short contract, that's nonsense. There are bad contracts. You could it, bad two years or three years doesn't matter if it's the final three years of a seven year deal or the first three years of a three year deal. They're bad three years. So they have spent. They have just spent poorly. They've made several mistakes. That's the problem. And with Degrom, there's no such thing as a mistake. You know what you're getting. If he gets hurt, so be it. You have insurance on him. I'm assuming. I mean that's that's how it works, right? You can't just say, well, you could say that about any player. I can't sign this guy. He might get hurt one day. Oh, can't sign him. No, 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 no. I don't know what's going to happen in the next two years. You don't know. You don't know what's going to happen. What I do know is right now, DeGrom is one of the best pitchers in Major League Baseball, if not the best pitcher, and he has been consistent since he's come up here. He's a known commodity. That is a rare thing. Ray is in Waterbury, and Ray, you have a fear if they do, in fact, pay DeGrom. Right, Sal. I don't want to sign that, sign the franchise picture, and move on to the next star. I don't want to be, you know. Oh boy, we had we didn't think we had to pay the Grom. Now we do, so let's go to the basement bargain sale. You know, move on to your next big fish. That's what I want to see this off season. You know, Sal. Yeah, that's a different argument. Thanks for the call, Ray. I put you on hold so you can get your free Mets T-shirt. They they have to build around Degrom and Syndergaard. That's how you build a winner. Build around them. And not what aging, declining, one-trick pony ball players, a la Bruce and Frazier. How about you actually get some guys who can play baseball? I mean, you forget what it's like watching the Mets. You forget what it's like to actually watch baseball players. They hardly have any of them. Watch the Yankees a few times. You'll see what baseball players look like. Or you watch the Mets opponents at times. You see what baseball players look like. Wow, that guy could hit. 
He can field. He can actually run. Whoa, he actually plays the game. The Mets don't do that because they've never brought in, or I shouldn't say never, but in recent years they haven't brought in baseball players. They've brought in guys based on numbers. Well, the numbers say he's going to hit a bunch of home runs or his walk rate has increased, and that is not how you build a winning baseball team, obviously. Look at their record at the All-Star break in 2018. Exhibit A. 800-321-0710, the number to call. If you call and talk to me, not only do you get to have some fun uh, talking with me, but you get a free Mets t-shirt. We'll be doing that throughout the course of the night. Coming up next, though, we'll talk to Bobby Ojeda, who has a lot to say about the New York Mets. 800-321-0710. It's All-Star break. Sal Akata filling in for P. McCarthy on The Voice of New York, 710 WOR. This is the WOR Sports Zone. Filling in for Pete McCarthy, here's Sal Licata. All right, so we'll be giving away these T-shirts all week. Any caller that calls and gets out on the air, ORs, you know, oh, oh, I love working here. ORs is a great place to be, and they understand as a Mets fan it's been difficult this year. So they, the least we could do is give you a free T-shirt, right? You call up, talk about the Mets, vent your frustrations. All right, here you go. Have a free uh, free Mets T-shirt. So giving away uh, those T-shirts to loyal Mets fans and trying to take care of you guys in appreciation for listening to us as well. Also, Thursday night, we've got something even more special. Every caller who gets on the air with this will get a replica jersey featuring Mets all-star pitcher, Jacob DeGrom's name and number. Right now, we take a break from your calls, and we'll get back to them in a little bit, but we welcome in uh, former Met great, 1986 world champion, former Mets uh, analyst on SNY, still a Mets analyst, just not for SNY anymore, Bobby Ojeda. And Bobby, I wanted to have you on today. You had a lot of stuff to say via Twitter, as you usually do. I know you're doing your your podcast and always have strong opinions there. Uh, you were pretty, I don't want to say critical, but pretty harsh with some of the stuff about the Mets today. What is the biggest reason you think they are in the position they're in at the All-Star break this season? I think chasing fool's gold. I think looking to catch lightning in a bottle. I think um, putting analytics ahead of the obvious fundamentals of playing the game of baseball. I think building a team around pitching only, neglecting offense, a balanced offense, neglecting defense is a huge blunder when you're building an around offense. I think that's why they are they are where they are today. And you talked about it, Bobby, talking about, I mean, this has been years with this team, and I want to just quote your tweet from earlier today. You can follow him at Bob Ojeda19. To truly change the course of these Mets, some very blunt, honest, uh, brutally honest conversations must be held. This season, assuming the losses continue, will be the eighth time in the last 10 years they've finished under 500, which is just unacceptable. Explain, though, what you mean by those very blunt, honest, brutally honest conversations that need to be had. I think, you know, to quote a, a, a book at one time, somebody has to say to the emperor, you have no clothes on. You have to say this is not working, okay? It's not. And this is why I noted the, you know, eight of the last 10 years have been under 500. If you go backwards from 2018, assuming 2018 is going to be under 800, uh, under 500, if you go back in 10-year increments... Might be under 800, too. I mean, <laughs> unfortunately. Yeah, it's just the least amount of over 500 they've had. And I'm going back to 1962. So it's been an abject failure of design that was meant to be anything but. It was meant to make the, the Mets competitive year in and year out. Uh, it's been anything but. It's been feast or famine, and the feast has been only twice, if you can call 
uh, grabbing the second log card at Feast. The World Series event in nineteen uh, in 2015 was fantastic, and that was Cespedes. He threw everybody on his back and said, let's go, boys. We're going to have a party. But it was it was – it, it hid the fundamental problems of the ball club, and no one addressed it. It's like, really, we don't have good pitching, uh, solid pitching that's going to be healthy. Really, we don't have any defense. Really, our offense is spotty. Cespedes hid all that. He came in and just covered everything, and it's not his fault. It's to his credit. And the reality is the adults in the room, the guys with suits and ties on, the guys with the jobs, should have recognized where their team was at that time and addressed it. And they didn't. They went to sleep. They were patting themselves on the back. Hey, we're in the World Series. And it's led to this disaster that they have now today. So I ask you, Bob Ojeda, former world champion, 32 years ago, 1986 Mets, great competitor, host of the podcast, Bobby O's Change of Pace. What would you do, Bobby, to fix this ball club? Well, I'm trading DeGrom. I know now his agent of all the times to come out and do it, pay me or trade me. Uh, I think that was ill-advised. I think it was reckless. I think it's a shame to do that to Jacob DeGrom, who's had a struggling year as far as W's. Now he's at the All-Star game to enjoy himself, and his, his agent dumps this on the crowd. I thought that was a huge blunder, but I'm not an agent. I never have been one. Maybe there's a method to his madness. But I'm trading DeGrom. He's your most valuable chip. He's the one that they have to trade wisely and they have to get a lot of people back because they have a ton of holes to fill. I know they keep talking about Conforto as the guy of the future. He's hitting 218. You're talking about Nimmo. He's hitting 250. Other than that, the rest of the guys, it's a mixed bag. Uh, I think they have to rebuild this thing quickly, and I never believe you're that far from the top or the bottom, as we found out. Uh, but they have to get a haul back, and I think he's the most valuable tip. You're not going to get much. Everybody's talking about Syndergaard. He hasn't done much. He's got tremendous potential, potential, but he hasn't really stayed in there long enough. He's been visiting the DL a little too frequently. Matt and uh, Wheeler, we all know their medical history. You're not going to get much for him. So you're probably better off hanging on to those type of guys and try to get a haul back and see where you are at the end of the season. But for anyone to believe uh, they're in a position to compete next year as this club stands, well, that's just that's just silly. That's, that's insane. Interesting. Uh, and we're talking about Bobby Ojeda. I'm um, shocked, Bobby, to hear you say that you would trade DeGrom. Now, look, I know that they need a major overhaul of talent. They need certainly more balance. They've neglected a lot. Look, they don't have any good ball players. Simple as that. I mean, they have some good pitchers. <laughs> they don't have any good ball players. You watch these guys play. They're not ball players. They're guys who potentially can hit home runs or potentially their walk rate goes up. That's how they've built this team over the last several years, but they don't have enough guys who can hit, run the bases, field, throw. I mean, they don't play baseball, so I get that, but I'm of the belief of holding on to one of the best pitchers in Major League Baseball, and I'm shocked that you would consider trading DeGrom. Why not just keep DeGrom and Syndergaard and try to build around those two guys with bringing in some good ballplayers? I believe that's going to be like the dripping faucet. You're going to gradually get to where you need to be, maybe, and DeGrom, we got to remember, is 30 years old. Suppose it's going to take three or four years to amass a ball club that they certainly don't have right now. Well, he's going to be 33, 34 years old. He's had Tommy John. What value is it going to be to the ball club then? So I'm saying, yes, he has maximum value, but the team is in such disarray that you have to do that. The veterans on the ball club, the, the hitters, last had a good year when the foot were in vogue. 
They're injuries. He's playing. They're old. You have to address that immediately. I, I don't think the Met fans deserve a long, drawn-out rebuild. And I, I know Paul Clemson hate to use the word rebuild, especially after that sort of what's been going on for 10 years. But that's where they're at. But you can speed that up. You can inject something into that and speed it up. And sometimes you got to let go. And I listen, this kid's amazing. I, he is amazing. Uh, I love watching him pitch. But at the same time, I don't have anything else on the shelf that's really worth much. I don't. I know, you know, they talk about how great they are. But I, as a as a player, as a former player, as an analyst, I'm looking at them like, I, I'm not giving much for them. I can't do it. They haven't shown anything. The New York media I love because you're always better than you were or worse than you were. And a lot of times these guys get overplayed, over overcredited with how good they're going to be. And I think to make trades, other teams look at how good you are, what you've done, and that's what they're very limited. How would you evaluate uh, Mickey Calloway's first half? Well, it's been nothing short of a disaster. Um, he's shown himself to be overwhelmed, a little bit lost. The game is sped up on him. Uh, no question he is uh, – you've got a first-year manager, a first-year pitching coach together. So that's a, that's a dynamic that's difficult to deal with. It really is because nobody wants to step on anybody's toes. Anybody's toes, so that's a weird thing. I think he got uh, kind of sold a bill of goods. I think he no one will ever turn down a major league job. Let me give him that absolutely. But I think he thought his club was better than what it is. I think he somewhat was misled on how good they are. I think he might get caught might have got caught up in the analytics rather than the reality. And you can only get the reality you see a ball club day in and day out. Um, in his defense. That is one of the reasons it's been so awful is because he thought he had a better club than what he did. Hence, when in spring training, he said, I want to be on the field two hours and off the field. Okay, well, this team needed a lot of work. The last thing they needed was to be on the field, off the field. But that was done, obviously, because of the injury. He says, oh, well, let's, let's save the guy's legs in spring training, which is nonsense. These are young men. They're healthy. They're strong. Um, it obviously it didn't work because the injuries are just as bad as any other year. Yeah, I mean, no question about it. I don't even know if I could call them young and strong. They brought in a bunch of old guys, but they were supposed to stay healthy, durable <laughs> guys at least, and they haven't been. We're talking with Bobby Ojeda, former Mets pitcher, of course, 86 World Champion, current analyst. Uh, Bobby O's change of pace on his podcast. You can follow him on Twitter, at Bob Ojeda19. Um, where do you place most of the blame? You you go. I know there's a lot of blame to go around. Obviously, is it Alderson? Is it Callaway? Is it the players? Where do you put most of the blame for this year? Uh, most, yeah, it has to land on Sandy. He built this thing and he sets the tone. He sets the philosophy that he wants. I know ownership takes a ton of heat, but ownership hires these guys to run their ball club. They, it's a business. They hire them to run their ball club. They just didn't do a good job. I thought it was a failed message from the beginning. I didn't care for it, the emphasis on on base. What about winning ball games? I think the idea of individually, I want to get on base, and they teach this in the minor league, rather than I want the guy in second base two out. I want to drive him in. guy in second base one out. I don't want to walk one, drive him in. I'm seeing a team very comfortable in losing. They didn't get this way overnight. It's been 10 years. They're, this is where they are today, but it's going to take a radical change. It's going to take somebody to, if you will, and you know what I'm saying, so tip over the spread. Somebody's got to come in there and tip this thing over and say, what are we doing? Just because you have a job doesn't mean you're good at it. Okay, and that goes for players, and that certainly goes for guys with the suit and tie. Last one. 
I'm sorry, Bobby. Sorry to cut you off there. Last one for you here, uh, and I appreciate the time, and I agree with you. I mean, the idea that a walk is as good a hit is just nonsense, and it's an epidemic now in today's game. I mean, we've seen it happen. You've seen the struggles around the game. The game is not as good as it used to be because of that philosophy. Instead of having a guy who could drive somebody in, it's all, I'll take my walk and take first base. Well, it's nonsense. It's not as good as a hit, and I think it's been a big problem for the game, but that's an issue for for another day. You touched a little bit on Yoenis Cespedes. Obviously, the team wasn't the same after they acquired him in 2015. When healthy, he's been a difference maker. But how about his attitude, his lack of, I mean, availability? I mean, the guy's been out for three months with the hip issue here. Does that have, and he's had a little bit of an attitude, it seems, toward the team that he's not even there with, doesn't join him down in Miami when he could. Is there an issue with the superstar being of the attitude that a guy like Yoenis Cespedes is? Well, I'll tell you what, they knew what they were getting when they signed him. And in his defense, I will tell you this. If the GM and the manager of the team are questioning my injury, questioning my desire, why am I going to drive down to Miami and say, hey, guys, how are you doing? Because you're doing that publicly. If you want to question me privately, I get it. I respect that. But if you want to come out in the paper and question my desire to play, I would never do that to any player because – Unless you're a player, you don't know what you're going through. You don't know what your pain level is. So I thought that was a huge mistake to question this man's uh, desire to play. You can you can get on him for not running the first or what have you, but to question his desire, his core values, that's not the way you treat your superstar. That's not the way you treat anybody publicly. Privately, it's a different story. Publicly, should never have been done. I don't blame him for not going to Miami. Poor T. Lucy is a lovely place. And you would... <laughs> And you would think the teammates then, because, I mean, you're a former player, you would think the teammates uh-huh. then side with Cespedes and have an issue with Callaway or front office calling him out a little bit. They, they Teammates would have no problem with Cespedes then. Well, I, I don't know the dynamic in that locker room. I don't. But I will tell you this. Not everybody loves everybody ever. And when you get that guy who was the one Met said, he's usually the guy who's leaking information to the press so they write nice about him. But a lot of times his opinion is tainted. His opinion is worthless. The one that said has been around forever, or the one Cardinal said has been around forever. Hmm. So you got to be careful to believe what the one that said because he's really trying to get things written nice about him. Okay, that's the reality of that. So that's why I don't speculate on the dynamic in that locker room, and I certainly would never question a guy's injury, whether it's, oh, he's just kind of, you know, jaking a little bit. Well, we'll see whether he wants to play. That was I watched that go on, and I was like, oh, my gosh. And then next thing you know, he doesn't go to Miami. No kidding. <laughs> right. They, they managed to take him <laughs> off, so maybe you could understand that. He is Bob Ojeda, former Met great, 1986 world champion. Bobby O's change of pace. You can check out the podcast. Follow him on Twitter, at Bob Ojeda 19. Bob, we're giving away uh, Mets T-shirts for the callers. You want a uh, free Mets T-shirt? I would love one. I'm a Met fan. You know that. I I just can't help it. I can't get away from them. I love them. I I love the Met fans. I swear I do. I'm not just whistling Dixie here. And to watch this happen to them, we're looking at another generation almost of perhaps having to deal with a a long rebuild. Um, It's sad. It's truly sad. And if I sound a little miffed, I am. I mean, I wear my emotions on my sleeve. I can't help it. But it is just baseball. I think better days are ahead. They've just got to be honest with what they have, what they built, and go, we got to change this thing. What happens first, Bobby O? 
50 year anniversary of 86 or uh, or championship for this current uh current organization current team here well i'm gonna be dead for that so <laughs> oh come on <laughs> come on we only, we only got 20 years to go less than 20 years to go <laughs> well, that's a long, a long time i i have to believe they're gonna grab another one the desire is there like i said no ownership takes a ton of heat they want to give you a winner they want to build a winner with all their heart. They do. Anybody who says they are not interested in winning is wrong. Okay, ownership wants to win. They just can't seem to get the right people in the right job to give them that ball club. Thanks, Bobby. Appreciate you a few minutes. Love talking to you. Appreciate the couple minutes. Okay, Joe. I'll see you. Bob Ojeda, check him out on Twitter. As you mentioned, at Bob Ojeda19. Does the Bobby O's change of pace? (laughs) Always a pleasure talking to him. I was thinking about that earlier. What will happen first? Because I think we're coming up on, what is it? It's got to be the 50-year anniversary, right? Um, Next year is 50-year anniversary of the 69 team. And you got about 18 years to go until they celebrate the 50th uh, anniversary of the 86 team. Will they win a championship before that takes place? Who knows? 800-321-0710. More calls, more T-shirts coming up next. It's the Sports Zone, the all-star edition of the Sports Zone with Sal Akata filling in for Pete McCarthy all week on The Voice of New York, 710 WOR.